On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I discuss the challenges of relationship changes and how to navigate these changes and challenges with resilience. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. How are you? Good. A little tired. So if you see me. No yawn. That's not I'm going to try not to. Why? You got to bring energy into this. Don't give me that look. See? And hence while we're talking about relationship challenges right now. Yes, exactly. You're challenging me right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't appreciate it. Uh, You're the night person. I'm the day person. Yes. So... Okay, so I guess we need to compromise and record in the middle of the afternoon. Okay, let's do that. Perfect. So next time we record earlier. There we go. Okay. There All we right. go. Mm. Not sure. Okay. All right, look look at that. With conflict, we resolved the conflict. We dealt, we came up with solutions. Perfect. We came up with a solution. We didn't um, give we away. Listened. We didn't give away. We listened. Yes, these yes. are all the things that we're going to be talking about exactly. today. Exactly. So, so look at that. Very, that, that very good. See, worked. we just gave the perfect. Just, it was a real life example, people. That was we weren't playing. Life. No, we were not playing. <laughs> <laughs> that could have gone bad. <laughs> that could have gone bad. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Go that was on. good. That was yeah, good. That impromptu was really little, impromptu uh, little conflict. conflict resolution right there. Relationship conflict resolution. <laughs> So we are talking about relationships and changes and the challenges associated with relationships. And we're not, we're not just talking about marital relationships. Um, We're talking about, you know, your spouse, your partner, your um, coworkers, coworkers, children, family Mm -hmm. members, uh, talking about all that, all of that. Yeah. I mean, like this is one of those, one of those broad topics, right? Because we are social beings, right? And we always are in, in, in what are you calling it, interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes those interactions, you know, it's, I think it's just, na- I think it's natural that you are not, you know, it's natural. We don't, mm, two people don't see the world in the exact same way. <coughs> it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, it's just the nature of our being. Mm-hmm. So conflict, challenges, mm-hmm. or, or little, a little bit of friction. Mm-hmm. it's always like a natural occurrence. So you have yeah. to be able to navigate through that. Yeah. I think having conflict and that's not, I think having disagreements mm-hmm. and not seeing things the same keeps things sort of flavorful or spicy, so to speak, instead of vanilla, because if you and yeah, I like, but I like uh, a mild spicy. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're implying. Or who you're talking no, about. No, no, no. I just say it. I just say it. I just like a mild spicy. I like a mild spicy too. Okay. By the way, just FYI. You okay. Know, just so you know where we're coming from here. All okay, right. I see All you. Right. All right. Um, but I think that having a little bit, you know, having having different perspectives about things is a healthy thing. It's important, It's about actually. how we go about navigating that. And that's what we're talking about, about resilience mm-hmm. is, is what makes the difference. You yeah. know what I mean? Because people, we are individuals and we all have different tastes and, and desires and, and likes and dislikes and whatnot. And I think what happens is when we dis when we disrespect another individual, and I would say disrespect is a good way to put that. Yes. Then, because if you're not appreciating their point of view, then you're not showing respect. You're showing a disrespect if you're going to be argumentative about something or combative or and this is what I've personally have come across. But I'm a very passionate person when it comes to like 
arguing a point mm-hmm. or yes or sharing my opinions yes right right about mm-hmm. a topic or something like that mm-hmm. i'm very passionate about that yes right mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't handle that because they confuse passionate with me putting them down but i never use disrespectful words to other people like oh you're an idiot <laughs> you know it's like what are you talking about it's even like, though sometimes you really want to <laughs> yeah but it's like, and that's don't. the part that most people are not i don't know if it's resilient enough or because we could we could disagree on our stuff right but when you start calling people oh you're too sensitive oh you're too much this oh you're too much that it's mm-hmm. like that's when you lose that civil discourse mm-hmm. because you could be passionate about your point yeah and make an argument about it mm-hmm. Without having to be disrespectful. And this is one of the things that we've seen in our society mm-hmm. right now. And that's why we there's so many fracture relationships on a societal or macro level mm-hmm. for the inability of disagreeing with someone without having to call somebody an idiot. Mm-hmm. Or, or or somebody like, you know, you, you need to be canceled. Or, mm-hmm. or things like that, you mm-hmm. know, because it's a matter of understanding and perspective. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. So I do have um, two quotes. Mm-hmm. So the first is by Brene Brown. We all know how I feel about Brene Brown. She says that only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Yeah, I, I love like that. that quote. Yeah, isn't that a good you quote? You gotta fight your shadow. You yeah. gotta fight your shadow. I knew you'd shadow. appreciate that yeah. for that reason. Yeah. yeah you because you have to be shadow. able to dig down into the muck and dirty, yeah. nasty stuff and really try to, to, com- to combat I, w- I will say to come out yeah. on the other side, it's you know, to, to, to combat to, it, to integrate it because yeah. it is a part of you. You mm-hmm. have to be able to understand, it. understand it. You exactly. got to give it its due. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in- integrate it, which and is a good way to put yep. it. Yeah. Yep. And then the other one is by I- Ianla Van, Van Sant. I, I don't know why I butcher her name no matter what, but she was like a, a really like a, a avid person with Oprah at one point. Right. Okay. And she talks about it from a familial um, perspective, which is family is supposed to be our safe place. Very often it's where we find the deepest heartache. And that is the truth. How many times have you talked to somebody and they're like, Thanksgiving was the worst thing ever because yeah. families can't be together and there's discourse and discontent and, and, and frustrations and anger and disagreeing and they don't respect each other's points of view. Like, the war, like football is a big deal. How many people end up fighting it out yeah. and stuff over these things, you know? And it's like, and their family. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's, a, I think that's a, you know, you can know, go back to like Cain and Abel and things yeah. like that. You know, the, the jealousy, the treatment is, and I think it's because we're so close in those, t- in those relationships, mm-hmm. you know, that the expectation is that because we are so close that things should be much better. Right. But yeah. in, but sometimes it just doesn't work out like that, because, again, even when you're that close, think about it. Think about the people that you work with and you're close with those people because you spend a lot of time in there. Right. But there's jealousy, there's envy, there's anger, there's gossip, there's this, mm-hmm. there's that. It's like, why does that person get this and why don't I get this? Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's the same thing in a, in a family structure mm-hmm. that 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 is like kind of like one of those things that that is a potential to happen, you know, and the idea is to be able to deal with those because in a family, you have different types of personalities too. Oh yeah. And just because you have a standard or you have like a matriarch or a patriarch or both or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you have and you, you know, parents set values and all that stuff. It doesn't always mean Mm -hmm. that people will follow those because people have to find their own ways. Right. So that's like the nature of the conflict. 
and is within the acceptance of that of that reality mm-hmm. that it's easier to navigate things. Yeah. And I think it, keep taking things in a perspective, like knowing that, um, you know, relationships evolve. They're always in flux. Yes. They're always evolving. Things happen to people on a different, you know, different rates. Think some people achieve things at different times. This applies to all relationships. This isn't just family relationships or spouses or partners or whatnot. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, when you're going through changes and you're going through different circumstances, it's not uncommon to be confronted with conflict or challenges Mm -hmm. or or difficult conversations. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's important to recognize. And when you know that you already are, you already got one, um, tool in your tool bag you know because yeah. you know that you know what i mean you know it's interesting because this is one of the i think my from my point of view from my experience is what i've seen it's parents mm. right mm-hmm. like parents think don't think that the kids are going to talk back to them it's inevitable right because cyclically speaking when a child becomes to become an adolescent <laughs> right that's what they do. That's what they do. Back. <laughs> but, it, but it makes sense. And the reasons being because their psychological needs at that moment in time as they go and becoming an adolescence is to transition into a more independent individual. Mm-hmm. Right? So obviously, if you're trying to hold this person back, right, from becoming what the natural process is of then becoming more self-reliant, yes, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You're making it more difficult on yourself. Yeah. But it's like, you're my child. You need to do what I tell you. Yeah. Instead of kind of like talking and say, okay, you're going through some changes. Yeah. I understand you need for self-reliance, mm-hmm. but there's this thing called choices and consequences. Yes. Right. And that's the discussion. But I think in those moments, we, bec- it's that we talk about fire or uh, the flight, fight or flight. Mm-hmm. The, what happens is we go from zero to a hundred as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> or even as a, a coworkers uh, in, in, in relationships, mm-hmm. you know, we go from zero to 100 and everything in the middle doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's what, you know what I mean? And so that's what we're talking about in this episode is how to navigate that and build resilience mm-hmm. in overcoming those challenges. Because that's one of the biggest things is that we're so reactive as a society that we just, we go from zero to 100 and at 100, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, especially with our children, because we want to assert that parental sort of control. Um, I mean, I can name yeah. a number of times when my kids talk back to me and I was just like, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I'm not the one. I will bust your face or whatever. You know, oh. something silly. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, yeah, I'm a Caribbean woman. So, so, so <laughs> let's compartmentalize. Different that's things, bad. Right? I just said something about yeah, all you, Caribbean very, women. Very I didn't mean ster- it like that. That's Sorry. Very stereotypical. Talking about that's me. All right. It's all right. So let's compartmentalize this couple of things, right? Okay. Let's look about, let's, let's first start talking about familiar relationships, right? Okay. Let's so do that. in familiar relationships, you have the caretaker, their child. Mm-hmm. Or children, whatever, right? So you have that's one aspect. That's one aspect, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the siblings, mm-hmm. right? That's another aspect, mm-hmm. right? So the, the purpose of all that, right? All the all the idea behind that is a relationship of caretaker to 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 child, <clears throat> right? And the role of the caretaker is to provide. So a lot of the stuff that happens with the caretaker is well intentioned, yeah, right? It's because they want to protect. They want to care. They want to do all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? Now, but it comes to a point because of our cyclical nature as we evolve as human beings from childhood, right, to from early childhood mm-hmm. to adolescence, it's that 
our needs change. Mm-hmm. If a parent maintains a caretaking mentality without making that transition of understanding, okay, this child is changing. I no longer need to take care of them as we need to, as, as when they were younger, because now they need a different type mm-hmm. of, of guidance, mm-hmm. right? If you fail to do that, that's when a part of the conflict comes about. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because as the adult, if you don't see that change, then it becomes problematic. Mm-hmm. You know, the I mean, other- that was some of the issues that you had with your own mom. Of course. Right? Of course. That she wanted to continue to treat you as you were at, at this level, but you had moved into a different level, but she was still here. Precisely. And that was some of the conflict. Thank God you guys were able to like work those things out and talk it, we about it. We were able but- to understand it. Right. And mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was, there was, there was a lot of friction and a lot mm-hmm. of yelling and arguing, you know, uh, but the idea is that you have to be able to, again, and I'm, and we're going to come back to the, the idea of confronting the situation rather than sweeping it under the rug or avoiding it or just blowing up. You have to be able to confront it and talk about it, mm-hmm. right? But as a Even ca- if it's uncomfortable. Exactly. But even as a caretaker, and I think this is one of the issues that we have as caretakers and parents because we care so much, is that we fail to recognize the need to allow <laughs> our, 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 the, kid, the people that we're caring for to trans trans to to project and go from one stage to the to the next mm-hmm. and we have to be able to understand that and that's a hard thing because your identity as a caretaker is tied up to that child mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i'm a mother i'm a father I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm this is who i am to this person so if this person goes then i'm no longer that yeah then what am I? So you have to be able to redefine that part, mm-hmm. right? So, and that's when you hear, when that's when you feel the challenge because how do I define who I am anymore since I'm no longer this? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hold on to that person for them to do what I want them to do, mm-hmm. right? Because they define who I am. They got to pick the certain career. They got to be like this. They got to behave in this way. And I think we're going to do another episode of more in detail on that transition, right? But it's kind of like important to be able to showcase that, mm-hmm. right? So that's number one. So compartmentalizing the familiar stuff. And then you have the siblings, right? And then you got into a big different thing because you got the first, you know, you talk about one kid gets more attention than the other, this and that and the other, blah, 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 blah. And you got those type of conflicts and those type of perceptions, you know? And the idea is that, even though you have two kids in the household, those two kids are two completely different individuals who took completely different personalities. Like you just invited two different strangers into your into your household. Well, I don't know about inviting, but well, I guess you did purposefully. Well, well, well uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Let's not go yeah. there. Okay. You know, <laughs> pers- yeah. So you have these two individuals, and then it's like, what what's equal and fair? Treating them both the same, or being able to to have different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. right so it's like all this stuff is things that you have to be cognizant of and aware of when you're looking at these different things because you might pun i mean and there's parents that say well i punish this kid and it's like nothing to them mm-hmm. but i punish this one it's like the world is going to come to an end mm-hmm. so what's the point what's the point of treating them both the same mm-hmm. you know so it's a lot of work in those relationships so then you could start seeing as as, as pe- people grow the challenges of communicating, the challenges of you wanting to assert your your authority over this individual because you know what's best for them without letting them realize it's like they might have to figure out what is best for them too, but I'll be there to guide them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's one part. 
Yeah. And then what about, since you're talking about this, what about your thoughts in terms of people who are not family? Because we talked about family. That's yeah, a I different mean, perspective than, I mean, sometimes I think with family, it's a lot more a heartache and it's a lot more difficult to navigate those things because oftentimes you live with that person that you're in conflict with. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a, a colleague or a coworker or somebody that, you know, you know, friend or whatever, if you have conflict with them, depending on the relationship, that's a little bit easier to navigate because you're not always around that person. True, correct. And yeah, you got to go to work and you got to, but you can avoid them. You don't have to, you know, same thing that you're talking mm-hmm. about with the, um, sweeping it under the rug but what are, what's your take on that aspect i mean it, it's a uh, to me i I, ha- I don't have a whole lot of friends i know a lot of different people and I'm, I'm acquainted with a lot of different people but it's like there there there's only certain people that i let into my life that's just my personality right mm-hmm. there's nothing that i, I speak well because a lot of people that have a lot of friends and they're very social and they're constantly with friends and that's great but i'm very i'm very private in in sharing who i'm I am mm-hmm. with people, right? Because, uh, and that could be for a lot of different reasons. I was hurt. I was a young kid. I was a, you know, I felt a sense of abandonment and all this stuff. So whatever it is, for whatever reason, is how I am. So I have a very short fuse when it comes to my parameters being being crossed, right? So there are parameters in which, you know, okay, well, uh, it's a dance. I let you in, you let me in. Mm-hmm. And we go back and forth. And then it's like, okay. Um, but I, when I feel like there's a sense of violation, there's a sense of a not a mutual respect, then to me it's just easy to cut off. Um, for some people, that's a lot. Of, that's a big challenging because again, you're looking and you're talking about identity, mm-hmm. and sometimes we identify ourselves with other people that we're around. It gives us it gives us a sense of purpose, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and a sense of belonging. So you have to be able to understand as an individual who. Again, going back to your core values, who you are as a person in relationship to others, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I think those boundaries. Because if some people, I mean, that's important. You have to have your values, right? Your values, especially in conflict yeah. and relationships, you have to have boundaries, period. I mean, you and I have boundaries. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We There are certain things that I'm, I'm, I'm okay doing and there's certain things, no, we said this. This is what we're going to stick mm-hmm. to because this is what we, we this is it, this is the boundary, right? Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, somebody that I was talking to the other day said it's not necessarily a boundary, but it's something else. And now for the life of me, I can't remember what it is because it doesn't seem as aggressive or, um, assertive, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's one of those things that you exercise. Right. And when, but the problem is, is that I'm sort of losing my, I don't want to lose my train of thought, but like when you're the person that you are is you have a value system. And so if somebody violates you in a certain way, um, it disrespects you or whatnot, then it's easy for you to be like, yeah, forget them then, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And you can move on about your day and you're fine. Mm-hmm. I operate differently. When I have mm-hmm. conflict with a, a coworker, with a, of somebody that I know that I'm, I'm friends with, because I'm like you, I don't really have a lot of friends. I don't want to be friends with a lot of people. Um, it's too much work to have a lot of friends. Um, and the friends mm-hmm. that I have understand, mm-mm. Not going to be, it's 8 o'clock. Don't even think you're going to ask me to go do something at 8 o'clock or even 6 o'clock. It's too late. You know what I mean? They understand that we eat dinner instead of dinner. You know, things like that. We have friends that are like that and they respect that space. Mm-hmm. But I still get um, concerned when I have conflict with somebody and I have mm-hmm. disruption. And I've had that with certain people. And I'm like, okay. So then there's the two types of conflict. It's the one that's the unacknowledged um, 
conflict, mm-hmm. one that you just, which is what you're saying, eh, whatever, I don't care, or poorly managed conflict. Mm. And there's a difference between the two because when you have an unacknowledged conflict, you're just not going to. I'm just not going to do it. It's suppressed. It's unacknowledged. You just don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. But then when you have the poorly managed f- f- conflict, when you're venting anger in, 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 in a way and any, any time, you can harm the relationship. And so I know that we've had, um, just to be transparent, we've had some issues with certain family members and the way that we have um, lashed out in those moments and on both sides mm-hmm. have caused damage or harmed the relationship to mm-hmm. an extent, mm-hmm. right? And in some cases, those are irrep. You can't fix those things. They're they're not. You, those are they're damaged relationships, and there's nothing you can do about them. So you have to be careful about how you manage conflict, but and that's where the resilience now, comes in. Yeah. Now here's where I disagree with some of that. Okay. Right. Because for you're not instance, allowed to disagree. Because um, you're gonna disagree anyway. If if something is important to you, and if people are important to you, mm-hmm. there's a point in which you understand, you have to understand that people are human, and people will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I agree, 100%. Right? And, and, that's, and that's the part in which I disagree. So... There which comes is a what point I was going to go in into. Which so you just took my thunder because that's oh. what I was going to say. No, go ahead. It's good that you're saying it because I wanted to emphasize that. Yeah. That so there's that perspective, right? There is that perspective. And, and there has to be have an element of forgiveness is yes, what you're exactly. alluding to. It, because the, it doesn't hurt. I mean, and again, that's what makes us human. That I, The ability to be able to say, to understand that people make mistakes, right? And you could forgive somebody for that. Now, if they continue to do it, that's a different story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like the part that bothers me about about certain situations like this is that you don't confront the situation. When I say, oh, if I really if somebody does that to me and they're going to do that, I'm like, OK, forget them. You know, that relationship really didn't mean that much to me. Of course. But if there's a relationship that I really care about this person, then, right. it, you know, yeah, I would say, hey, like, what's going on? And like, how I, I like, let's talk about this. You know, it's like, I feel this way, man. It's like, I don't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. But well, and if I those think attempts also, are maybe made, then that's a different story. And and taking ownership mm-hmm. for, okay, in the moment, I said something that I should not have said. Correct. I mean, we've done, as a, as a married couple, just full transparency, right? We've said things to each other that have been completely disrespectful. Yeah. And and not, not even borderline. They've been disrespectful mm-hmm. because we're in a marriage. And we're ha- we have this love affair and it's not a perfect love affair. And we have moments where we don't agree and that we disagree. And it gets and frustrating. It gets frustrating mm-hmm. and when we can't make the other. And we and and have we gotten, I mean, we've been together 22 years. Mm-hmm. Have we gotten better over the yeah. years? But we still have room for, for improvement because we're still, again, evolving. evolving and mm-hmm. sh- relationships change. Mm-hmm. We've established boundaries recently. With things that have happened in the, just this year that have been different than any other boundaries that we've had in the past, mm-hmm. right? Because things need to and adjust. So, and so understanding those boundaries, respecting those boundaries, and then being able to work through a conflict by being able to acknowledge, listen, I said this, I should not have said it. It was out of line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, some people will say, because there is the 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 quote out there of, you know, you can, you can throw... I don't know something about if you say something, you can't take it back. I can't remember what the quote is, but basically it's that you, once you say it, you can't take it back. So be careful what you say, watch your words because you, 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 you Mm -hmm. change things. And that's true. 
But then did that relationship mean anything if it cannot be resolved and you cannot understand or know what the intent of that person and and also and if you are the perpetrator but can you acknowledge and be you know what i I shouldn't have done that you know that's that's what i'm saying taking ownership for that taking the ownership for it yeah but again understanding the intention because there's a lot of things that i say to you and i'm like yeah but that's not how i i meant it so how how can we resolve that that is the conversations that need to happen and those are those what i I call that you have to confront a situation like the situation you mentioned is my familial situation with my mother right Mm -hmm. and if i wasn't able to come to do that even when we were angry at each other and and saying and said things you Mm know and and but if I didn't value what she has done, then or who I, she is, or, or who she is, then yeah. it's like, what kind of person am I? Right, right. Because what was the transgression? The transgression is that she loved me so much that she wanted to hold me back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or again, it's like you got to be able to give people the flexibility mm-hmm. to be human and grow. Yeah. In their own way, if you really care mm-hmm. about them. And then, but if you're narcissistic and you're just looking about, oh, this is what they did to me, and then that's it, and yeah. that's it, then it's by Hakuna Matata. Yeah. You know, go swing your arms on that way. Right. You know, well, and, that's and then you okay. have the other, the other, um, you know, the polarized perspective too is look at my relationship with my own father. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. And I don't want to bash anybody, but the truth of the matter is, is that I did confront that. Mm-hmm. I did all the things that I thought I should do. I expressed how I felt. I expressed you know, these are the situations and this is what I'm feeling and this is what's happened. And that person chose or he chose to be, I mean, I don't want to call it narcissism, but definitely a perspective of I'm right. It doesn't matter what you say. I don't care how you feel. And so what does that relationship mean to him? You know what I mean? And that has pushed me away as a result because I have boundaries and I have to exercise those boundaries and parameters in my life in order to maintain my, um, emotional my mental and well-being. well-being and and again it's like there are situations in which you could try but the, the, and that's the part that's challenging this is when the challenge comes in because how do yeah. you move forward realizing that this situation is not going to change how do you accept it mm. how do you come how do you reconcile that because that's the, the perception is that the people are these people are supposed to love you right and supposed to care for you no matter what you do mm-hmm. right but it, when that doesn't happen then it's like okay well i'm not worth it i'm not this i'm not good enough because the people that are supposed to love me are not sometimes you have to make that determination that is like okay i i get it i understand it now i have to from the previous episode i gotta clear my vessel let go of these negative emotions yeah. so that i could receive and live yes from a different standpoint. So I would say that, and not to make this all about me, but as a personal example, mm-hmm. that's exactly where I am. Yeah. Because I think what happened with my father is that um, I confronted it. We talked. Um, it didn't it fell on deaf ears. Didn't yeah. want to hear it. I did the whole, you know, let me write him a letter, et cetera. Fell on deaf ears. He feels the way that he does about me. We mm-hmm. don't really talk to each other or acknowledge each other very frequently at all. Um, if it wasn't for my mom, we probably wouldn't speak. Um, sadly. But what happened is I confronted it. I did whatever I could. I, I, I owned behaviors. Um, I was hoping that he would meet me halfway. Um, but I also knew that I can't make somebody own their behaviors. So I had to, I built resilience. And mm-hmm. I went through a morning. I went through a period where I was Correct. just like really devastated by the fact that I felt all those things you just said. I'm not, 
um, value. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't love me. I'm not valuable to him. Um, I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm less than, I mean, all a, a, a range of emotions I went through yeah. and, and you're right. And that's, it's, it's hard to overcome that. But when you overcome those things, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or that I'm, I'm, I've overcome, but in that situation, particularly the resilience, I've, I've built that up. Okay. You know what? Yeah. This is how I responded to me. Not my problem. Not going to own that. I'm going to yeah. move on and I'm going to be okay with that. And this is a very tough part of the quest, Right. Because one of the themes and the motifs that you look on on the hero's journey, right, is the quest for the father figure, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually that quest transforms transforms into the quest for yourself. Identifying new values. Living from your own set of values. Mm -hmm. Separate from those individuals that brought you up. And that's hard because, again, it's losing your identity. Yeah. You know, losing the sense of self, but it's like it's a necessary thing to come out on the other side as something different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, on the other side, let's say, because, uh, you know, we talk about the familial and the caretaker to the caretakee relationship. On the other side, let's say on a, on a, on a, on a, on a professional, you know, typically you, got, you have your, the boss and the subordinate type relationship, mm -hmm. right? And those are challenging, um, particularly when you are, um, And, and this is my experience, right? I'm not a very well, I don't, at least I don't think, the, think so. I'm very self-directed. I, you know, just, I do my own thing, mm -hmm. right? And, and so, so that relationship with the boss and, and, and a subordinate is, it's a hard one to deal with because your sustenance, it's tied up to this individual. Right, so you might be willing to take more abuse, right, and you might be willing you might be willing to allow yourself not to be who you are because this is your lifeline mm -hmm. right now there are some bosses who are great, right, who have allowed you to be created because it benefits them, but leadership it's really not the norm, <laughs> right. Mm, no. no you know it's like <laughs> that type of leadership is really not the norm it's Very really transactional yeah. Oh, yeah you know so you have to also be in that because you might you might feel oh i had a relationship we're relationship with this person at work and we work together <clears> well <throat> and this and that and the other but sometimes you know it's like power is a very intoxicating thing so you have to be able to understand how that relationship works mm -hmm. you know i had an interesting conversation with someone And one of the lines that was very telling to me was the one they said something to the extent, well, I get the final say on what happens. And I was like, cool. I get you. I get it. So that's saying, doesn't matter what you come up with or ideas that you may have. It doesn't matter what, you know, whatever group came up with. I'm the final say so in this. So this, you know, in that that in that perspective, it's like you have to be understanding of like who you, where you are, and see what it is that you're willing to give and to share, right? Because that's how it is in in a transactional relationship. I mean, if you think about it, it is a transaction. You are giving your talent and your work for somebody that is paying you for them to benefit in whatever it is that they're doing, 
And you have to understand that. So that's why sometimes sentimentality, you have to be aware of your sentimental aspect because you have to understand that that's the way that they see you. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, you might want to be seen as something more, something you know, mm-hmm. and they and and you hope that you are in an environment in which they see the effort, the creativity, and the this and that. But that's not always going to happen, and you have to be able to understand that too, mm-hmm. and be able to be okay with that, right. and figure out outlets or 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 doing other things that are going to get you those type of needs because he may not be in that, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes I feel bad for teachers, right? Like in school, because they may want to teach in a certain ways, but they can't. Because there are standards, there are certain things that need to be done. And they tell, oh, you got creative freedom, but you got to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's there's a lot of things like that, that you have to be able to understand when you're in that situation, how much are you willing to take? And if you're okay with that. You know, because if not, then you have to start looking at, okay, what it is, what else is it that I need to do or where, and this is the beauty about an open market, right? Because you should be, you you could go to an employer that, that allows you to be more of yourself, right? Um, In whatever arena, but just got to remember, it's a transactional. I will give you this and in return, you will give me that. That's hard, right? I think most relationships can be transactional to some degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when I want to go shopping, I tend to cook you a delicious meal and I don't <laughs> get any lip back from you when I want to go shopping. So that's a transaction. Wow. wow. <laughs> wow. Here I am trying to be all serious as though you're talking about like transactions with me and food. <laughs> you know sorry okay okay sorry it, it's it's, right. it's but yeah so, but those are those are things that people need to take into consideration mm-hmm. you know because you have the familial you have your professional and that transaction mm-hmm. aspect it's something that you have to kind of like understand um uh without the sentimentality of it all and i was very sentimental i was uh, uh particularly because i worked for nonprofits uh most of my life and, you know, you, you think that you're mission-driven, right? Because that's one of the big things. But when you start realizing that people in interpret things in a completely different way that you, that, you, that you do or that you perceive that it's interpreted in that way, again, going back to understanding things, then that, that's when rank begins to get pulled. No. You know, um, and not, again, this is not victimization. I want to make sure that that's clear. It's understanding that, my failure was not understanding that that dichotomy of power, right? You know, uh, like Robert Greene says, you know, not outshining the master. You got to be careful with all those different things because you have to understand the scope of that. And I was I was very naive to that, um, to power, because I chose to go into a field that was said that it's like it's all about the mission, but sometimes it isn't. You know, so it, 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 it's, it, it's just things like that that we need to be aware in those type of relationships when it comes to work. And so we talked about family, friendship, work. Anything else that you want to add? No, 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 no. I was just letting you say your piece. So just listening. So, but I, um, the strategies that we have to share are based on conflict resolution you know resolution Mm -hmm. of those um 
relationships or strategies for people to use in terms of addressing conflict in their relationships and all those areas. So what's that smile for? No, nothing. What's that smile for? Just smiling. Mm -hmm. It's weird. You're smiling weird. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. So, so we discussed the challenges that we face with people, our loved ones, family, coworkers, friendships, and we have six strategies for people to use to assist them (laughs) in addressing conflicts in these relationships. Mm -hmm. So if it warrants it, these are awesome strategies for addressing conflict. So, and I think that they're effective in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So the first one is to use I statements, which is your favorite thing. So if you are in an argument with your partner, your spouse, your relative, or even a coworker, try to resist the urge to use you, use constantly, (laughs) rather than saying you did or you said, which sounds accusatory and forces the recipient to become defensive, Mm -hmm. take responsibility for how you feel while identifying how the other party's behavior influenced you. Communication is critical while using this strategy. Mm-hmm. So that's really important because I, I tend to you. Well, you said this and you did this. And well, when you did this and it and that is I can see how that makes people feel defensive. defensive you know, yeah, yeah for really sure. Defensive. Sure. Um, number two, uh, be respectful and kind. Uh, relationship conflicts don't always escalate into full blown confrontations. It's possible to disagree with your spouse without yelling, calling them names, bringing up the past, making fun of them or downplaying your needs. Keep an eye on your feelings when you talk to your partner or anybody for that matter and be conscious of them. Your choice, your voice may rise and your tone tone may may turn hostile if you sense yourself tensing up. If you notice these alterations, stop and take a deep breath. And this is one of the things. That was the thing I was talking about, the zero to 100. Exactly. This is one of the things that I always kind of like try to preach is be, be respectful, yeah. And be kind, mm-hmm. um, and be respectful of the situation because you may uh, you may disagree on content, mm-hmm. on context, <clears throat> but you shouldn't be disrespectful. Which of is what the you individual. were. What you were just talking about with your work environment situation, mm-hmm. like that. Why there's no reason to there's no reason to be disrespectful. Exactly, this is my point of view and asserting your power is not necessary. Mm-hmm. Right here, you know what I mean. We can have a yeah, conversation. Yeah. So. Yeah. Listen to understand. Mm -hmm. An active listener is paying attention and understanding what the other person is saying, not counting down the seconds until it's your chance to speak again. Mm. If you and the other party are fighting, you must take the time to comprehend how and why they feel that way. This strategy demonstrates that you are trying to understand their perspective and see things from their point of view. Mm -hmm. Nice. Consider timing. When you and your partner or whoever it is are both exhausted, stressed out, or not feeling well, try to avoid discussing conflicts or attempting to fix a problem. Both of you must be in the proper physical and mental state to carry out, a, out the talk and arrive at a, success, at a successful solution. Take a break if you start a difficult conversation and are getting too furious, stressed out, exhaust, exhausted to continue. And this is actually a good good technique because timing makes the make makes a difference. Yeah. Because when you see yourself agitated or the other person is agitated, probably best just to definitely let's just let it die it out, walk mm-hmm. it down, mm-hmm. and then come back and kind of like revisit that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it will cl- uh, clarity it clears your mind. Yeah. You know, when you walk away from the situation, you can start thinking about well, maybe I shouldn't have said this or maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, so. Mm-hmm. 
The fifth strategy is to agree to disagree, which we've talked about. Mm -hmm. So as long as you are not using or yeah, like you're not compromising as a means of conflict avoidance, which is really important. Mm. It can also be a constructive method to deal with disagreement in a relationship. You can discover that you and your partner or anybody that you're having the disagreement Mm -hmm. with have some differences that firmly establish who you are as people. Mm -hmm. For instance, you might discover that agreeing to disagree is the wisest course of action and that one and one that allows you to enjoy your differences regarding anything like a matter of taste or preference. Mm -hmm. That's what I was just talking about. We both have different things that we appreciate. I'm a day person. You're a night person. You know, you like certain foods. You eat dinner at night. I don't eat dinner. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Live and let live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And finally, when all fails or to accompany any of the strategies mentioned, Seek out a third party, so third party such as therapist or mediator. Communi- communicating well is possibly the most crucial skill for managing stress and conflict in a relationship. A therapist or a mediator could help, could be helpful if you are having trouble um, trouble mastering this skill. You know that's always like a good idea to to get someone in between if this if the if the relationship requires it. Mm-hmm. There's also the point of walking away. Yeah, and in some know, cases you have to make that difficult decision. And in some in some cases you do yep. have to make the difficult decision. Yep. In both professional and personal. In both environments. Professional. Yeah, that's important. And personal environments. Yep. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment below with your thoughts and additional ideas and remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing. <laughs>